Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414 This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. And I have another exciting episode for you today. This is actually a first. I'm actually here with a co-host. <laughs> my good friend, my buddy, my pal, Chris Deals from DayJobKnockout.com. You know, he's the first friend that I've met online since starting my online business back in my freebie trading days in 2008. Chris and I have been communicating since then on a regular basis, and he has lots to share about internet marketing in general. We always get on the phone talking, and we always think to ourselves, man, we need to record one of these conversations. Uh, But that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to actually be discussing a topic, and the topic is how to nurture relationships that will accelerate the success of your blog. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Chris, my man, how you doing today, sir? I am doing very well and excited to finally be on the Learning with Leslie podcast. Oh, you make that sound like it, it's like this big privilege. It's, it's no big deal, man. Man, I'm speaking with Learning with Leslie himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it'll be as good as our conversations. I, we always say we need to record those. I know, right? And we, we, we have a lot of these conversations. So we're finally going to do, you know, you actually beat me to the punch because uh, we went to Blog World. And, you know, we, 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 we stayed together while we were down there. We connected with a, a lot of great people. And we recorded an episode for your podcast while we were down there. And I've been podcasting for a while. We've been talking about doing this for a while. And the first time we did it was on your podcast. I actually felt privileged to have that on my podcast. And that's actually <laughs> my sixth episode. So I'm still new to the podcasting thing. And thanks to you for actually helping me put my ideas together and record them. But that was my sixth podcast episode and one of the most fun ones I've done. So I'm looking forward to um, having another fun chat, a fun recorded chat with you. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. And if anyone wants to check out your podcast, uh, you can go to dayjobknockout.com. Really quick, what's, what's Day Job Knockout about? It basically chronicles my journey to supplement my current income while building an on- online business that I hope will replace my day job. So Ooh, that's I it like in a nutshell, that. man. I like that. That sounds very concise, man. That's what's up. You know, I need, I, I need to come up with one of those. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to give some credit where credit is due. The dayjobknockout.com domain was purchased by you. Okay. You know, we don't have to go into all of that, man. Yeah, I want to give that. They, <laughs> so that was definitely your idea. And through talking with you for, about the domain name, that's how I, I came about. You know what? That's exactly what I'm trying to do. So let me get that domain, bro. And, you and, and you sent it, it my way. You just took it from me, man. Ah, don't worry. The royalty checks will be coming as soon as I start getting them myself. 
Oh, that's awesome stuff. So we have a very interesting topic to talk about today, uh, how to nurture relationships that will accelerate your, the success of your blog. And normally when I have people on my podcast, it's because I'm interviewing them. So this is a, a good you know, change in pace. We get to just discuss something, and I like that. Uh, w- first, let's talk about the problem, because you know there are different aspects of this problem, but a lot of people are trying to build blogs and they may be new to this and getting started and 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 trying to find ways of of getting traffic to that blog and one of the things that they do is they try to connect with others uh, to try to get that traffic to their blogs but a lot of people do it the wrong way because when i think about uh my experiences i get a lot of emails from people asking me hey can you, i have this great product can you sell it can you make me money? <laughs> can, you, can you send me some traffic? And the first time I hear from these people, the first time I ever meet these people is where they're asking me for something. Um, and I think that's a very inefficient way of going about it. What do you think? I totally agree with you. Um, you know, it's basically like a stranger walking up to you on the street and asking you for money. <laughs> um, I don't know you. Why would I, you know, give you money but that's when people just hit you up out of the blue uh-huh. and try to get you to promote their product or promote their their website um and that's a common problem because i think most people don't know about the process or don't understand the process yeah. of actually online when you're online it's just like if you're on offline you exactly. have to build a relationship with someone before you expect something from them in return exactly you give first and and then hopefully you receive in return and a lot of times in the offline world, you don't receive from the same person. You may get it from someone else. That's true. But, you know. That's true. It, it's as if we come online and we expect, you know, the world to be different. And in essence, it's, it's really the same type of principle. Um, so that's kind of what we want to talk a little bit about today. And you actually mentioned another part of the problem when we were talking yeah. about this before. Another part of the problem, and I know this from my personal experience, I've been doing this for a long time, I think till, since about 2007. And for many Many of those years, I went about it on my own. I, some reason in my mind, felt I didn't need anyone's help. I could do this all by myself. And I think a lot of um, online entrepreneurs feel that way. No, but you definitely need help or you definitely need relationships that will speed up your success. Um, and I think we have this block in our head to think, oh, I can do this by myself. I really don't need uh, friends online. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. And one of the things that I've noticed is that if you want to get a significant amount of traffic to your blog, especially if it's a new blog, one of the best ways of doing that is by getting it from people that already have significant levels of traffic. Um, so if you can nurture relationships with those individuals, um, I think that could be a great thing. And it's not all about, you know... There's this tendency we have to think that, you know, there are people that are bloggers that are on a different level. They're better than everyone else or they, 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 they have it all together. And if I could only get a mention from that one person and we, and we, we kind of put these people up on a pedestal. Uh, and I think that kind of that hurts us. It limits us um, because it's not about, you know, this person is above, above me and I want to get to this level so then I could start looking down at the others. It's all about the community. It's all about us helping each other. It's all about us building. I mean, th- these guys that you think are, you know, gurus or big bloggers, I'm pretty sure that they put on their pants one leg at a time. Oh, no, I just hop into mine. Uh, well, you're, you're a special <laughs> deal. Um, you, know, you know, you're Chris Deal, so you got this special thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're, you're so right about that, man. It's about uh, 
building relationships, but the thing about it is not to worry about where that person level in the blogosphere is. Mm. It's about connecting with that person one-on-one. Mm. And if they like you, they like you. And something may come up, may, as I said, may, and I underline that, become of that in the online world. But most times that's going to be a genuine friendship that's developed. So it doesn't matter if, you know, they're an A-list blogger per se or, you know, just someone just like you getting started. It's all about them liking you, you liking them, and let's go from there. So I guess to underscore this entire episode, we can just simply say that it's all about relationships. That's it, man. It's all about relationships. And we're going to talk about ways to maximize it, different strategies for nurturing those relationships. For First, we're going to talk about how to identify the individuals in your niche that you want to have those relationships with. And then we're going to go into some of the specific strategies. So you remember, the, you, you, you ready to get into that? Yeah, I'm ready to get into that. Let's go. All right, sweet. How do you identify... How do you identify people in, the, in your niche to form relationships with? That's the first question we're going to talk about. Um, and, you know, when I think about that, there are a number of different ways uh, that you can do that. And we can just kind of go through some of these strategies. Number one, searching for blogs. Let's say for some strange reason you're one of those weird people that blog about biology or something of that sort, you can just do a Google search for biology blogs, and you can see uh, what types of blogs are out there in the, in, the, in the niche of biology or different aspects of biology. So I can, I, I can search for biology blogs or blogs about physiology or, uh, or molecular biology or whatever it is that I'm interested in. I can do a search for that and identify blogs. Now, once you've found those blogs, what do you do? And that's a question for you, Chris. You can answer. You can jump in anytime now. <laughs> I can jump in there. You know, let me add one more thing too. Um, yeah, I, as you can tell, I'm new to this format, so we, we'll get it. Um, one other thing, one other tool I'll offer there is a sites like alltop.com, mm. where you can go and you can find blogs in your niche. You know, um, sorted by niche. Mm-hmm. So that that would be another good resource to go about finding. Um, you know, related websites or blogs in your niche and find people who you'd like to build relationships with. Um, once you've gone about doing so, um, another another uh, place you can find information is on About Me pages. You know, maybe you Definitely. can put in you can put in your keyword per se. Let's say if you're into uh, biology blogging, <laughs> you know, biology. <laughs> I, 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 of course, I like biology. Of right? course, of course. Um, but you, biology and in, in search engine, you put biology may, uh, and about pages mm. so you may you may get some about pages for people who are blogging about biology get a chance to read what they're about what their goals and their goals for their blogs are and see if you have a similar interest there um you know there's something significant about that that about page thing um because you can get a lot from someone's about page when you go to my about page you find out a little bit about me you find out about the fact that i have a a beautiful wife and i love music you find out about some of the stuff that i do and you you can see that and you can say hey this person looks like someone that i could get along with it's not just oh this person looks like someone that likes biology but this person looks like someone that i would want to get to know and I think that's significant by looking at their content, uh, the content that they have on the site and the way they write. You might be able to see, hey, I can identify with this person and this person would be a great person to get to know. And I totally agree with it. It's just like making friends in the real world. Yeah. You know, there's something you want to find something in common with them. And it goes from there. If the friendship develops and it's a natural in a natural way, great. 
you know, if it doesn't develop in a natural way, you know, you, know, you can easily move on. Okay. What, what about social networks? Social networks is definitely a, a good place to um, build relationships, but I think on some social networks, it could be harder because a lot of times there's a lot going on and with the wrong person, they're maybe using it as a promotional tool, but uh -huh. if it's someone that's using it as a tool to interact with their audience, to interact with their community or people in, within that niche, that could be someone you'll want to definitely follow. And you can easily identify those people because you can see the interaction versus every tweet or comment on their <laughs> Facebook wall is about promoting something or selling something of theirs. Exactly. You know, so it's an e that's an easy way to, to weed out those are, are all about them. Exactly. You can you can understand you can get to know who are real who's who's the real people out there and who's fake out there. And I think that gives you a better perspective of that individual. And the more you can find out about that individual the better. Correct. Um you know and what also leads you to is leads you to let you know if that's the kind of person you want to be friends with because you're going to see if they're promoting other people's stuff, if they're, you know, how they interact with others. Mm -hmm. You know, if, um, and, and just generally, if they're a lot of times from uh, online in online communities, you can feel, get a feel for who's genuine and who's exactly. just full of it. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, another good source of finding people, and this one is one that we often overlook, but if you have a blog and people are commenting on your blog, uh, that's a good indication that they are very interested in the topics that you're blogging about. Um, so you can reach out to the people that are commenting on your blog and you can nurture relationships with them, and that can go a long way too. And to me, that's one of the easiest ways because you already know that person is interested in you exactly. because they've taken that time to leave a comment on your blog. So for you now to reach out to them, it, it's you're further along the path to building a relationship. You know, I'll share what I do on my um, podcast. I don't get tons of comments, but I get an, to me a nice amount. Uh -huh. I try to re respond to the comment if I have a relevant response, but behind the scenes what I always do is either email the person and thanking them for coming to my to my blog and leaving a comment. Uh -huh. I also go about checking out their site if they have a URL, if they left the URL. Uh -huh. I go about checking out their site and from there from most times from their side I'll follow them on to whatever social network they're on, see what they're about there. I may follow them or like their stuff. So that's how I go about trying to extend and, and start building that relationship there. And it all started from their visiting me and saying, hey, I'm interested enough in you to leave something on your blog. And then you can just follow that trail and, and it can go from there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, there, there was one thing that I didn't mention, in, I didn't put in the notes, but another place you can find people in your niche is by looking around in forums. I mean, forums is not something that gets a lot of press these days uh, because that it seems kind of old school since this new school, this new school of thought of social media. Forums are a little more outdated, but... You can still find great people in forums, um, and you know that they are passionate about a topic if they're in a forum specifically for that topic. So you had something to add there? No, I'm actually, I was going to piggyback on that. So they already qualified themselves that they're exactly. interested in what you're interested in. Exactly. So to kind of recap on how, how we recommend identifying people in your niche, just do a Google search for blogs that are related to your niche. Check their about pages. Check their content. See what they write about. See how they interact with others and see if it's someone that you can identify with, someone that you would want to form a relationship with. Uh, looking on social networks and doing searches for individuals that are talking about particular topics. Um, checking the people that are commenting on your blog. 
And the bonus tip was just checking on forums and seeing, uh, you know, who, who's, who's actively engaging in discussion about that particular topic. So we've identified the people. Now that we've identified the people, we want to go on to the next stage. And that's building that relationship database. That's what we're going to call it, the relationship database. And what this is, is just a, a simple system that you can set up where you can easily see uh, or, or easily get access to all the information you need about those individuals so that you can keep track of them. So what's the first way you would recommend doing that? I'll go straight old school, man. And I'll go to a spreadsheet. Oh, man, yeah. that's old school, man. <laughs> and, and, you know, bring it a little bit into new school, you can use Google Docs. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. But honestly, what, you want to collect the information to build your relationship database. And basically, you can use a spreadsheet format or, uh, as I said, Excel or one of these programs or even Google Docs. And what you want to collect is their URL, their uh -huh. names, emails, addresses, if it's possible, uh, social network profiles, Skype ID, and all that kind of information about them. Um, so now you have the basic information that you can use to access these people um, that you're interested in. So you can, first of all, start with their blog, and that's the easiest way to more likely get in contact with them through commenting. Uh -huh. And then you can move it up a different level, um, depending on how the, re the relationship progresses. Um, you know, you may want to shoot an email, something you don't want to share in the blog, but... Mm -hmm. You can shoot an email or you can follow them on their social network and things like that. Okay, so we create a spreadsheet. It has all the basic information about the individuals that we need uh, so that we can kind of have a database of these people that we want to uh, get in contact with. The next way we could do it is by subscribing to their RSS feeds. Uh, you go in Google Reader, you take their RSS feeds, you put it in there so that you can keep track of the content that they are producing. Um, and that's a good strategy in terms of keeping up to date with these individuals. And uh, as you mentioned to me, I, I'm not that uh, well-versed in Google, uh, Google Reader. I just basically put all my stuff in one category, but you'd mentioned a, a technique or a strategy earlier where you can actually categorize your Google Reader account, right? Exactly. You can you can make different categories and put um, specific RSS um, uh, uh, specific RSS uh, feeds. <laughs> wow, I'm struggling to find the word um, RSS feeds in that category, and you can say, all right, these are the people that I'm interested in for um, business contacts. These are the people that I'm interested in for biology, and so on and so forth. Uh, but you can organize those feeds in a way that you can easily just kind of glance at your feed reader and see all of the recent content that they are posting, keeping up to date of that. Another and thing, yeah, go ahead. Let me, let me say one thing there. Not because you have all their posts in your Google Reader mean you have to comment or read all their posts. But to me, what I like Google Reader for is it basically gives me um, subject lines uh -huh. and whichever ones grab my interest, that's the ones I tend to open and read. And then more likely, those are the ones I tend to comment on. Exactly. So not because you're, you know, you have some, you've identified that you want to build a relationship with someone, you're going to bombard their feel. You don't need to feel obligated to comment on everything they write. Exactly. You know? So it's, it's about quality comments and genuine comments. Exactly. Uh, another strategy for building that database and keeping track of these people has to do with Twitter. How do you recommend for us to do that? I'm going to let you take that with uh, TweetDeck because uh, I'll be quite honest. I'm yet to install TweetDeck, but I'm going to do it after this podcast. <laughs> I, I still do it. Go to, go to the Twitter homepage and scroll through all the way down. Oh, man. 
That, that, hours worth of uh, that feeds, just sounds like you know. too much work for me. So let, let's talk about TweetDeck a little bit. TweetDeck is a Twitter client, and you know it's not the only one out there, but it's the one that I use. It's pretty, you know, it's free and it's pretty efficient because what it allows you to do um, when you create your Twitter list, you can have a, a separate column for each list. So you can say all of my business contacts, I want to see everything they tweet about and put it in one column. And that makes it very easy to see what those individuals are, are tweeting about, what they, how they're communicating with others. It just makes that process much more efficient. And I think that's a great way to do it. Um, and, and you know, Twitter does that with, with the list. If you're on Google+, you can do it with circles. You can put individuals in uh, specific circles. And what you're basically doing, once again, is you're making a system where you can easily keep track of how those individuals are communicating. You know, and actually, I just signed up for Google Plus last weekend. Uh, I had to wait 24 hours for them to validate that my name was <laughs> real. Uh -huh. um, and I'm planning on using some tips that actually you had Lynette Yang on uh, the Become a Blogger yep. blog the yep. other day with some uh, video tips that you got at, uh, blog, at World. blog World. Yep. And those were, I would say, priceless. I was there as she recorded it, and I remember saying to myself, Okay, I'm going to li definitely listen to that recap. So I'm using that strategy from that uh, video to build my uh, Google Plus account and Google Plus following. You may want to link to that in the uh, show notes. Yep, I will definitely link to that. And and same thing here. I, I, I signed up for Google Plus a while back, but I haven't really been using it efficiently. And after that interview, I went through and I did the things that she recommended, and, and I, I think it's made a significant difference. So, okay, so we have our relationship database. We know those individuals, and you know how many, those how many of those individuals we're talking about? It depends on the person. I like the number between 5 and 10, you know, at a time because I find that it's hard to nurture, to really nurture relationships with a ton of people at one time. Um, I know, you know, there are different ways that you can look at doing that. But the, the main idea is uh, you've identified the people in your niche, in your niche, you've created a database, and now it's start to, time to start nurturing those relationships. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it uh, in, in two different categories, some of the basic tips, and then we're going to go into more advanced tips. Sounds good, man. Let's jump right into it with uh, blog commenting. Blog commenting. Let's talk about that a little bit. You you say something about that. You know, me being a, a – I've just started my blog a couple months ago. I definitely enjoy blog commenting. It's always nice to see people are, are cordial enough to take some time to leave a comment for me. And to me, again, it qualifies them right away, letting me know, hey, this person has some kind of interest in either you or what you're talking about, the subject. So it's – it's only um, fair that you kind of reach back out to them and um, start working on building that relationship with the person. To me, in, in, uh, when you do it that way, you're not even you don't have to go and look for anyone. As we mentioned before, that person basically came to you, introduced themselves, and you go from there. Um, you know, trying to build a relationship. But with blog commenting, also too, you definitely don't want to be leaving crappy comments. You want to leave some comments of that offer value. Um, offer some tips uh, you don't really want hey great post that, that's <laughs> definitely not going to do anything but you want to put some thought into it you know of course not an article you know 500 words worth but you want to put some thought and quality into your blog comments um, and add value overall to the uh the person's community. Yeah, that, that's the number one basic tip. It, it, it's the thing that everybody talks about. But it's something that if you do it right, you can really make an impact. You're adding value. 
by leaving those blog comments. Um, the next thing, social media, sharing on social media sites, liking their posts, retweeting their content. Um, th that's an easy way of connecting with someone in a, a, on, a, on a basic level that can help to lead towards something more. What do you think? Um, I totally agree with that. You know, what I find that I've done um, in the past, instead of just hitting the retweet, I try to add a comment or add something to the to my retweets. Um, so, it, it, you know, you add some more value, you you spark a conversation. You know, yes. everyone can retweet something and that's an easy thing to do. But if you add some thoughts to it, hey, you know, check out the second paragraph or something like that, you know. Yeah. Or what I tend to do now when as I leave comments on blogs, I tend to, you know, retweet it at the same time and say, hey, I just commented on this blog. I think you should check it out. Or this blog post, I think you can check it out. Um, the same thing, you know, liking is definitely easy to do. And also that is um, a good way of sharing that person's in. Uh, content with your community um and emailing you know i think this is something that a lot of people don't do um if you think someone is offering something of value send, the e send an email to your list and say hey you know what why not go over and check out you know leslie's most recent blog post mm -hmm. on this yep you know and and shoot it over to your list and you know maybe leslie's not on your list but what you can do afterwards is tell leslie hey man i really enjoyed your comment your content i really enjoyed this blog post i just sent it to my list exactly you know? or you can tell your list if you enjoyed it just tell him that or him or her that i sent you over there um, and that's even better. And, and, and I've seen a number of people do that. And, you know, it works. If someone comes to my site and they tell me, you know, Chris Deals from Day Job Knockout sent them over there, what am I going to do? I'm going to go and check out Chris Deals from Day Job Knockout to see how the, who this person is that's sending people over to me. Um, because to me, that's flattering. Um, someone is, uh, likes your content enough to share it. Um, and that's a great thing. And, you know... Continuing on with this concept of emailing, emailing the person is also a good idea. Like if you got something of value from them or, or you want to add something of value and let them know, hey, um, I read your tip on how to best use Twitter and I did X, Y, and Z. This is what happened for me. Uh, that's something that people love to hear. You know, and actually, that is definitely a tip that uh, a good tip to do. What I tend to do sometimes, a lot of times on my mailing list, that people at the end of their email would say, "Hey, if you have a question or you know, you comment, hit reply." I normally hit reply and just say, "Hey, how are you doing, man? Thanks for the email." Mm -hmm. Or I like this particular email. Or I've actually gotten tips and started relationships from. I saw someone do a, a specific technique within the email. I would reply to that email and say, "Hey, how did you do this?" You know, how how did you do something different? And that starts a conversation and that goes along with um, starting to build a relationship. Exactly. Awesome. You know, there's there's a strategy that a lot of people talk about, and that's the strategy of guest posting. And I want to include that in the basic tips because that is really a good way of being able to um, interact with someone to the next level where you're not only leaving value by, you know, making a good comment, but you're giving them an entire blog post. And a lot of people are looking for these blog posts, looking for guest posters, because that means less work for them. And if you can do it in a way that adds value, I think that can be significant. Now, there are some different ways that you can go about doing it so that your guest post stands out from everyone else's. Um, and one of those is one that one of the Become a Blogger members have done recently. And that is not by just posting a regular text post, but by doing a video guest post. 
And it was Matt from FitDeskJockey.com. He did a guest post on a blog where he was showing, um, I can't remember exactly what the exercise was, if it's pull-ups. I think it was pull-ups. He was showing the correct way to do pull-ups. And he had this nice video that he put together. He submitted it. Uh, he was asked to, to, to do a guest post, and he went the extra mile. And I think that really did make an impression. And that definitely will make an impression. I haven't seen many people doing video guest posts, but you know, um, I know text guest posts is like the thing to do now. But uh -huh. you always got to think about what you can do to, uh, you know, take it up one notch because you definitely want to give quality when you're giving a guest post. Something that is definitely one notch adds really significant amount of value to that person's blog. So I'm quite sure if that person is not doing video or doing a lot of video to get a video post would definitely add value, something different, and also will definitely make that person look twice at you. Hey, maybe maybe you can do another guest post along that line. Exactly, exactly. It's all about nurturing that relationship, man. I love it, I love it. Uh, and then there was another one that you suggested. What was that? You know, recap posts, and that doing a recap post of basically posts on, let's say, the biology side, you've done a series on anatomy. I can come in and do a recap post of all those post you did of anatomy add something of value to it and then go through each one of the posts you've done and add add to it um, number one that shows the person that you've been paying attention to their blog uh -huh. because it takes some level of research to be to understand what they have done and what they've posted on before and it's a de it's definitely a way of having them repurpose their content bringing maybe old content that's you know a couple months down on their blog, bringing it back up, making it fresh again, and in reintroducing it or introducing it to a totally new audience. And with recap posts, I think it's a little bit easier than um, a post from scratch because you have a framework to start with, you know. Exactly. I, I, I really like that idea. Uh, and I haven't seen many people do that, but that's a good way of standing out from the crowd. If many people aren't doing it and it's something that adds value, why not be the one to do it? Uh, so... so let me, let me give you a bonus tip there. I just thought about something. Yeah, go Actually, ahead. A lot, a lot of people do um, these like list posts of like the 10 best new bloggers or something like that. The, the 15 hottest women bloggers or new <laughs> entrepreneur blogs or something like that. Uh -huh. So if you can put together like a list post of people in your niche, um, and I've heard this idea before, you put together a different list, a list post of people in your niche, post it, and then email to them and let them know, hey, I just included you in this list. Oh, like yeah. People like to be associated with other people that are doing good things. So if you, that's one way of getting you on the radar of um, people you're interested in building a relationship with. I like that. That is hot. That's a, you know, I should do something like that. That's a good one right there. I think that's coming next month. I become a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> blogger. Coming, coming soon to a blog near you. The uh, 10 most productive become a blogger members. Oh, okay. All right. I need, wait, let me make a note of that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's um, let's move on to some more of the advanced tips um, for nurturing those relationships. But before we move on, the basic tips, commenting on their blog posts, um, liking, retweeting, emailing, all that sharing stuff, good stuff, guest posting, whether it's a video guest post or a recap guest post or even a regular guest post. But guest posting is another way to... Uh, to get traffic coming back to your blog and nurture relationships with other bloggers in your niche. And then the one that you just did is the, the, just spoke about is like doing those top 10, it's whatever it is, X, Y, Z, the top 10 bloggers in uh, the, the top 10 bloggers, whatever. And 
including the individual and then sending them a, a link and letting them know, hey, I just did this post, included you, like, including you as one of the top 10 bloggers or the top 10 XYZ, whatever that is. I think that's an excellent tip. And those are some of the basic things that you can do to help nurture relationships with other bloggers that can help to accelerate your success. Now let's go into some of the more advanced stuff um, for nurturing relationships. Uh, the main idea here, uh, and with all of these, is I like to look at it as becoming friends with benefits. <laughs> and, you know, that sometimes has a negative connotation to it. But it, it's where you're nurturing real, authentic friendships. Um, and part of this is that there are benefits to these friendships, whether that benefit is getting traffic, whether it's, it, it, it's you know, getting someone to promote your products as an affiliate or whatever the case might be. Those are benefits or whether it's just the benefit of having a friend, um, someone that you can talk to, someone that you can bounce ideas off of. That's always a good thing. I think, you know, someone you can actually help. You know, I think a lot of yes. times in the on building an online business, you need help in something and you may get stuck on stuck on that particular issue for hours. But if you have a, a network of friends or people that uh, you have relationships with, you can easily reach out and say, hey, have you done this? Um, could you give me, you know, could you answer a few questions? Could you show me how to do it? And you'll be surprised how quickly um, you'll have that issue resolved over that hump and on to being more productive. So that's, to me, one of the biggest benefits of building uh, genuine relationships online. You you have friends with massive skill sets, skill sets that are outside of yours. And the same thing can come back the other way. They may need help from you. It's something that you're pretty good at. And, you know, that's something you can be, you should be open to sharing with, with your friends or your the people in your circle you're trying to build relationships with. Definitely, definitely. So one of the ways you can do this is by participating in active that's the key word, active online communities uh, where you're providing tons of free value or tons of value. Um, and, you know, when I, when I think about this, I think back to our freebie trading days back in 2008 um, where oh, we, yeah. when we were at the, the free lunch forum and anything for free forums and all these other forums that were specifically dealing with this topic of freebie trading. And we were very active in that community. We used to uh, just answer questions, help people out, just have discussions and all of that stuff. And when it came time for me to start my blog on freebie trading, I had already had a reputation on the forum. So when I said, hey, come and check out my forum, it was almost from one day to the next where I started a, for a, a, a blog and all of a sudden, there's a lot of people coming to the site um, because they kn know me from the forum and they knew that I was someone that was providing value. And I think that could be a significant um, factor in, in accelerating the success of your blog. You know, let me mention with, with our freebie trading days, those, those were the good old, good old days. Good old days. <laughs> but our intera your interaction on the forum was genuinely linked to how much revenue you made because the way that forum operated, the more people saw you adding value and distinguishing yourself as an authority, um, they tend to gravitate towards you to do business with you. Exactly. And that was very important to um, how, you, how you went about um, getting clients and getting new business. So you definitely had to be someone who were adding value. And as you knew, there was a certain subset of people who were just, you know, rose to the top because those people gave away good free stuff, offer values, and, and was definitely very helpful. So that tend to um, that was a direct there was a direct link there between 
the content you gave away, the relationships you built, and and your revenue. It was more direct there than it is in blogging because I think the, what we're talking about today is building uh, long-term relationships that would help you in the future and beyond, right? Yes, exactly. But with freebie trading, it was basically building the relationship that can help you today. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you had to offer that value that people thought, hey, I want to work with this person versus the other 200 people that yeah. were in that forum. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, the more you were active in a forum, the more exposure you got, the more people got to know you as an authority and the better that works for you building your business uh, so definitely great point let me, let me just offer one quick forum tip there you know um, i'm a big fan of forums up to now i still like forums that don't participate in them as much as i should but one of the things i, I used to do is set a goal of participating at least five times per week mm. in the forum five times per day sorry five times per day in the forum and what i would do is go into like you know, one we'll talk about Warrior Forum a little bit later, but that's one of the forums I'm most active in. Uh, used to be most active in. I'd go and look at the general, in the general discussion section, see what topics are the most popular topics to that day, sorted by that, by, by replies, and read through there to see if I can bring something of value or a different perspective to that thread. Um, you know, you definitely want to, you don't want to comment on, you want to add value, period. But to maximize your bang for your buck, you want to, comment on threads or conversations that are, you know, highly traffic, getting a high level of eye, eye, eyeballs and a high level of views because that multiply your, 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 ben your total benefits. You don't want to come, you know, spend 15 minutes, put it together, awesome reply on something that one person is going to see versus you can spend that same 15 minutes putting together a comment on something that 200 people will see and maybe 10 will click on it and five will join your list and then there you go. Exactly. Now, as you mentioned, you've been pretty active on the Warrior Forum. Talk a little bit about that. The Warrior Forum is one of the uh, biggest internet marketing forums or the most popular internet marketing forums where uh, covers every topic possible when it comes to online business, online marketing. And actually, even now, there's a big offline community. Um, there's a lot of people there that are very knowledgeable, have huge audiences outside of the forum. And that's a great place where you can start building relationships because by you adding value, they see that you add value. So it becomes easier for you to approach them. Yes. And approaching them, it could be even easier by after a while. You, you see someone talking about the same things you talk about. You kind of like their vibe. You can send them a PM, you know, a direct message and introduce yourself uh, and get to know them better uh, through that medium. You know, with Warrior Forum, it's interesting because I haven't spent a lot of time there, uh, but I remember going, you know, on spurts where I'd have a week where I'd spend a significant amount of time just kind of responding to posts and so on. And I noticed a significant boost in my traffic just from doing that. So it's, it's interesting because um, just by doing that, you get that traffic, you have the link in your signature, and that brings traffic back to your site. And that's a great way. Well, I mentioned one other thing too. Your posts, you know, when you do comment in the Warrior Forum, those posts don't die. They're still there in their archives, and people exactly. find them every day. I Things I've commented on a long time ago still get replies every few weeks, or I get opt-ins to my mailing list and different things from old comments that I've made months ago. Yeah, definitely. Now, an another strategy that we have here to talk about, uh, you know, a lot of people create products, and when they create the products, it's about a particular topic, and hopefully they get a lot of people to buy it and so on. But one of the things that people like to do is offer bonuses, 
And sometimes they have great bonuses, other times they don't have bonuses. And one of the things that you can do is you can create some kind of a, a good freebie and give it to that person that's selling that product and allow them to, to give it away as a freebie, an extra bonus, an incentive um, for those people that sign up or those people that purchase their product. And I think that's another great strategy that a lot of people don't use. I totally agree. And it's a strategy that offers high value from the beginning. And I think I, I'm sure if you do something like that and approach someone, they'll be blown away because not a lot of people create, you know, something of high value and give it away. But exactly. the point there is you're definitely showing the person, hey, I appreciate what you do. Here is something to add value to your product to maybe even increase your conversions. But how could you benefit on the rich, on the back end of that? Two ways. First, you, you may have the person who download the freebie opt into your mailing list. Uh-huh. Or you may just direct them to a download page on your blog where you have the download link, a quick introduction to who you are, and maybe a list of your top posts or your top podcasts so to introduce that person's audience to you. Yeah, and you know, even beyond that, let's say you don't even do that. Let's say they just have the product there and they're giving it away to their list or whatever the case might be. That still gives you you know, recognition to their audience and exposure to their audience, that their audience now know, they know who you are and you can have a link back to your site in that free resource. Uh, one of the key things is that you want to make sure that when you're giving this person, when you're doing this resource, you're making a good quality resource. It's not just this little piece of uh, thing that you throw together, but if you can put a lot of value in it, I think that will, I know that will increase your chances of them even wanting to do it and increasing your chances of success. And, you know, going along the line quickly, adding, putting your name in that person's consciousness and that, you know, the product creator, down the road, maybe they may want to create a product along with you just exactly. based on the kind of quality that you offer them. Hey, maybe this is someone I can work with later on for my next product. Or maybe, you know, they may introduce you to someone else, you know, as a good resource or a good person to work with. Exactly. All right, let's move on to the next one, which has to do with making people look and feel good about the things they have done. And there are a number of ways that you can do this. One of the ways that I've done this in the past is by buying their products, then actually taking action on the things that they say to do in their products, experiencing good results, and then sharing that with them. And this is something that I did with Gideon and Yarrow, uh, Gideon Shalwick and Yarrow Starak, my pa- partners here at Become a Blogger. Um, I went through their courses. I went through Become a Blogger. I went through Yarrow's course, B- Blog Mastermind, and I took massive amount of action. And then I shared that with them, and they saw, man, I'm doing what they said, and I'm being successful with it. That makes them look good, and that makes them want to talk about what I'm doing. Um, there's nothing bad better than showing proof results and also it's nothing more reassuring to someone that hey what i actually am teaching works if someone apply the techniques exactly now that's something that of course costs money if you want to buy a product um you have to pay for it but there's a way that you can still do it for free talk a little bit about that you know actually i've mentioned before that a lot of times, if you're on a mailing list, people at the bottom of the mailing list would say, hey, if you, have a, if you have a question, reply, hit reply. I tend to reply a lot. I tend to hit reply to introduce myself and say hi. But I also maybe ask a question, ask for a tip. Hey, how, how did you do this? How can I do this? And a lot of times they would re- reply to me with 
exact steps on how to go about doing something. Mm-hmm. I then go ahead, apply those things, and then reply back and show them, hey, thanks. Here's how it worked. Here are the results I've got. Thanks for your help, man. You were, you know, you're awesome. That is a great way to introduce yourself to someone. And, you know, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, no people like to see that you're taking action, you're following through on their advice because you get a lot of rep- inquiries as people wanting to know things or, you know, wanting you to show them something, but most times no one ever gets back to you letting you know if I did it um, or most times they don't even use it, you know? So you want to know, Hey, this person is actually following through. Let me keep an eye on that person. You know, maybe, maybe they may be um, someone I may want to know or want to get to know. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the way you can do it. Even if you can't purchase a product um, and it's a way that makes them look good, make them feel good. And they're more than they're more likely to share what you're doing in those types of situations. Another interesting strategy is, you know, when you learn something from someone or you go through one of their programs and you, you, you got value from it and you're taking action and you're seeing the results, create an awesome testimonial for that person. People love to have testimonials for their own stuff um, because that helps with social proof. It helps to get them. It, it helps to convince people to actually spend more time on what they're doing to actually um, purchase their products. And if you can provide that testimonial for someone, even a video testimonial talking about what it did for you, you are more likely to stand out in that individual's mind. Um, and again, it's, it's based on the quality that you can offer. You know, anyone can do a video and say, "Hey, great product," but you got to give some detail. Hit certain hit certain points. You know, I like in module two, I like this. In module one, I did this, and it was so easy. You know, you want to give details, and of course, be genuine. You, no one wants to get someone who's trying to fake it. Exactly. In a video testimonial. Exactly. Exactly. Don't make up something. All right. So. Um, Awesome testimonial that helps even if it's video. Um, Another thing that I want to talk about is interviews because interviews are great. Interviews are a good way to connect with people. And people that are out there doing things love to be interviewed. They love to talk about themselves (laughs) and what they're doing and their products and their services. And if you can interview them and expose them to your audience, regardless of how small your audience is, that that makes you stand out in their mind. Um, I can't agree with that even, you know, anymore because I've, I'll tell you a quick story. I did an interview with someone, uh, Lisa Stoops, a couple episodes ago in one of my podcasts. And Lisa's been so genuine and helpful in promoting that interview. Um, you know, yep. she's mailed that interview to her list several times. She's linked to it in several different blog posts and she's sent several people to it. So not only did I interview her to share her story with my audience in return because she was so appreciative of the interview and also liked the quality of the interview, the subject we talked about, mm-hmm. she's willing to send her audience to the interview, which definitely helps me build my audience, you know, and, and you have to be willing to share. You have to be willing, you can't be, oh, I don't want to expose my email list to this person. No, you got to be willing to, uh, willing to share because if you, if you don't share, you're not going to get anything in return. Exactly. And, and one key with that is the better you can make them look and the better you can make them sound the more likely it is to have a greater effect. Um, you can do that by, you know, having transcripts. And what I do with my interviews, whenever I do an interview, I have my assistant transcribe it. I put together a nice PDF with pictures of the person that I interviewed and I make it look good. And I send them an email saying, hey, the interview is live. Here's this PDF transcript. Feel free to share it as you f- see fit. 
And that's a great way to stand out from the crowd. Transcripts, pictures in your write-up and your biography of them. Make sure it's something that really makes them look good and that can have a significant effect. Now, you know, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go, you go ahead. I was actually going to say, I noted the last tip we have here was, uh, you know, sharing your audience, sharing your mailing list with, you know, other people's audience or the other way around. I was going to mention that the person I interviewed a couple episodes ago, Lisa, she's having something. And I just mailed my list about her free event because she was so cool about sharing her stuff, you know, sharing the interview I did with her. Mm-hmm. So you got to be willing to... um as I mentioned before, you know, share your list with people you, people that you feel are offering genuine value and people that you want to build a relationship with because it, it definitely pays off in the long run. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Last point. Going to live events and nurturing relationships with key players in person. Uh, we went to Blog World a few weeks ago, and that was such an amazing experience. We got to meet people that we knew online. We got to meet people that 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 we 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 just met them for the first time. And there's something about that face-to-face connection. And regardless of what you're blogging about, there's most likely some type of a, a trade show or conference or event that deals with that particular topic. If you can get out there to those events and nurture relationships in person, there's something about that that helps you to stand out from the crowd even more. What do you think about that? You know, I think actually those relationships are tend to be way better because especially with the new people that we've met there, I didn't know of their blog. I didn't know what they did online. I didn't know how influential or not they were, but I was just genuinely interested in them because I met them. I didn't meet their blog first. Exactly. You know, and because of that genuine interest in that person, it made me want to extend and get to know more about them, know what they do. And then I re- in most cases, you realize there are niches that you've never thought about and doing things that you've never done that may relate to your niche. You know, so to me, those are uh, tend to be, in my experience, tend to be a lot more uh, stronger relationships when you meet the person first, then get to know what they're about online. Definitely. So to recap on those advanced tips, um, participate in online communities, provide tons of value, uh, create a good freebie report or something, something that they can give away um, as a bonus to, to their products. Number three, make other people look and feel good about what they've done by buying their products or, or getting tips from them, taking action, sharing those results with them, create an awesome testimonial even if it can be video, awesome, that's great. Do interviews and go to live events and nurture relationships with those individuals in person. You think we covered it all there, man? I think we cover a lot of it. Um, I'm going to start with the music, I see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we cover a lot of it, but I would love to hear what the audience think of maybe other ideas the audience have on how to build relationships online. Definitely. So if you guys have some, no, not if you, I know you have some suggestions and some experience of how you have done this and feel free to come back to the blog. This is going to be episode number 82. So come to becomeablogger.com slash episode 82 and leave your feedback and your comment there. Chris, it was fun doing this with you, man. Yes, sir. It was. All right. If you guys want to check out what he's doing, go on over to dayjobknockout.com. This podcast, as usual, is brought to you by becomeablogger.com. Come over here and check out our 10 free videos to get your blog up and running so that you can have something to talk about when you're nurturing those relationships. 
<laughs> uh, so check them out. Uh, we'd love to have you over there. We have a great community happening, and you can check out the blog and leave your comments, ask your questions. If you have questions that you would like me to discuss on the show, go ahead and call the hotline, and I will play the number at the end. But that is all for this episode. So until next time, take care and God bless.